the gladiator mentality and people look at us like, oh, okay, really? Or, yeah, really. All right, let's do this. Diamond Envy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy, as always, brought to you by Cavens Construction, 405-573-3048 or cavensconstruction.com. Winners don't play on Sundays. That's why OU is off, because they're rolling 2-0 after a 7-2 win over Texas on Saturday afternoon. And it really didn't take all that long. Jocelyn Allo made it to known pretty quickly what was going to happen on Saturday after just an unbelievable shot in the top of the first inning to left field. Great win. Great win. This team is in the driver's seat right now to uh, once again make it back to the championship series. And Hope Troutwine continues to carry this team in the circle. Hope is dope, and I've said it this week, but I really get the 2021 G. Juarez uh, vibes here. Um, She's got the hot hand, just like G. Juarez did last year. G carried this team to a national championship. Hope's got the hot hand, and I think Patty, I'm really starting to get the feeling that Patty is going to ride her to the finish line. Not to say that we don't see Nicole May Monday at 11 a.m. I I definitely think that there's a, a chance of that. But hope is getting the majority of the innings from here on out. And, and honestly, that's why that's what I prefer. And I hate to be I told you so guy, but I told you. I told you for like two months. I thought that Hope Troutwine all this time could carry this team in the circle to a national championship. And granted that she hasn't done that just yet, but she's three wins away from doing it. I feel really good about the possibility of it as it stands on a Saturday afternoon. And and here's the best thing. Here's the great thing. Hope doesn't have to be perfect. She doesn't need to go out there and hold everyone to one run a game. Not with this offense. All Hope Troutwine needs to do is exactly what she's been doing, which has been incredibly impressive. Two earned runs in both starts in her first Women's College World Series. That's incredible. Against, remember... A Texas team that was one of the hottest teams in the country coming into this thing. It's incredible. She continues to do that. Hope Trout, Hope doesn't need to change anything. If Hope continues to be Hope, if Hope continues to be dope, uh, OU won't lose again, and we'll all be celebrating on Thursday night, which, uh, by the way, she's 20-1 and one on the year now after that uh, win over Texas on Saturday. It's crazy. Nothing's changed. And I mean by that, what I mean by that is I couldn't be happier with where this team sits right now. Now, I'm not naive enough to think, even though I all about this team right now, I'm not naive enough to think that it's just going to be super easy from here on out. That's not going to be the case. Florida or UCLA, whoever you play on Monday, is going to put up a big fight. That's definitely going to be a challenge. You gotta have a lot of respect for both of those programs. They'll be fighting for their Tournament lives. You'll you'll get a tough test from Florida or UCLA. If it's Bedlam in the championship series, like I think it's probably going to be, that's going to be an incredibly difficult series. It's hard to win a national championship. Breaking news. It's hard to win one. Even when you're the best team, it's not easy. Dang, this team continues to roll. And even though Patty wasn't super thrilled about the first two innings at the plate yesterday... This team responded just like they always do, and I just love that we're seeing everyone on this team contributes in a big way. It's a lot of fun. Congrats to Jocelyn Allo, first player in college softball history to have three seasons of 30 home runs or more. 
Oh, and she's hitting like 500 this year, by the way. Incredible. One of the best pure hitters we've ever seen. No, not just power hitter, pure hitter. She can do it all, and she has. But, you know, the the story is more than just what Jocelyn's been able to do. Again, I love how everyone in this lineup is contributing in a big way. From Jada Coleman in the leadoff spot, got that big leadoff double yesterday. She's been great at the top of the order. Allo and Tiare Jennings, of course, um, hitting home runs. Tiare is on a tear right now. Jana Johns hit a grand slam in, in game one. She continues to stay hot. Alyssa Brito, who's been, you know, one of the more underrated players in the lineup this year. Brito's been, I mean, she's one of the Big 12 leaders in home runs this year. I don't think that she gets the credit that she deserves because of Jennings and, and Allo and some other hitters in the lineup, but Brito has been just incredible this year. She's been amazing. And then you go all the way down to the bottom of the order with Riley Boone, who's giving you so much with her speed right now and her ability to get on base. From here on out, um, I mean, here, here's the reality of the situation. From here on out, someone is going to have to beat OU twice, whether that's Florida, whether that's UCLA, whether that's Oklahoma State or Arizona. Someone is going to have to beat OU twice. It's not impossible, but it's going to be really, really difficult with the way that Hope's pitching, with the way that this offense is producing. Best of luck to whoever gets that challenge because I think that um, I can speak for everyone right now, and I'm not jinxing this team or you know counting it before it happens. I, I, I'm simply just saying I feel really, really good about where this team is at right now, and I feel like Patty Gasso feels the same way, that she feels really good about where her team is at right now. Is it perfect? No, it, it never is. But will she take the product that her team is putting out on the field right now? I think you got to. With the way that they handled Northwestern, the way that they handled Texas, and just kind of the trajectory that they're on right now, get another off day on Sunday. This team is going to be totally fresh heading into Monday afternoon. Got to feel really, really good about this thing and uh, this team's chances to repeat. So, shorter episode on this Sunday today. Uh, Diamond Envy, thank you so much for all the continued support of the podcast. Hey, some of you are at the Women's College World Series right now, finding our good buddy Terry Price, taking pictures with him, and tagging me on Twitter. I love that. Harry James Taylor out there is having a good time. But as always, thank you for helping share the podcast, interacting with the podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever you listen to, and uh, give us five stars as well on the reviews. That really helps out with things. Uh, We're going to get to Joey Helmer, my buddy at OUinsider.com. He's been in Oklahoma City for the entirety of this Women's College World Series. We'll talk about that win over Texas and kind of look ahead to this potential, I mean not potential, this game coming up on Monday between Florida or UCLA and the uh, potential of a championship series on Monday. Before we do that, I want to tell you about our title sponsor, Cavens Construction. Cavens does it all. Five-tool player. Gary and the team, they're five-tool five tool players out there in Norman. Uh, whether it's commercially, whether it's personally, emergency repairs. They stink. They're not any fun, especially this time of the year. Got a lot of storms going on. Uh, 405-573-3048 or cavensconstruction.com. I promise you, if you've got an issue going on with your home, roofing, water, whatever it is, a flooding situation, uh, a mold situation, Gary and the team at uh, Cavens Construction can help you out. So Cavens, a big supporter of the Diamond Envy podcast. Go support them as well as they continue to support uh, OU softball. Also, big shout out to another one of our great sponsors, Dr. Amanda Sadler at the new In Motion Clinic in Norman. If you want to feel better, have more energy, and optimize your health and wellness, 
Dr. Amanda Sadler at the new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with you to bridge the gap between fitness and functional medicine. For more information, call 405-515-4040. That's 405-515-4040. In motion, because what moves you moves us. Let's get to Joey Helmer of OUinsider.com and chat a little bit more about this OU softball run. All right, this guy has been in Oklahoma City for all the action. Joey Helmer, OUinsider.com, has joined us a couple times in the past. He's been at every game. He's been at every press conference. Uh, Joey, just kind of let's start here. Your overall thoughts on yesterday's 7-2 win over Texas – Start off with the bang with that massive bomb by Jocelyn Allo. Yeah, for Oklahoma, this could not have been a better tournament so far. Uh, they've taken care of business uh, against Northwestern, Texas. You, you get the leadoff double yesterday, and then Allo, like you said, uh, goes yard, and you're up two to nothing in the blink of an eye. And so you really couldn't have scripted a better start. And uh, from there, you know, you, you led the whole way, and then uh, we saw the explosion there. Uh, for four runs that really separated the game. And uh, that that's just a consistent with this team. It, it always happens. They always break games open, and uh, they did again in, in yesterday's game against Texas. It's funny. I was watching the TV broadcast, and I think it was in the top of the third inning. Holly Rowe is interviewing Patty Gasso, and she's saying, you know, Haley Dulcini is deceptive, but we've uh, we wasted six opportunities in six straight outs. We're better than that. So we're going to have to step up and make a change. And I think maybe that next inning, T.R.A. Jennings hits a home run. I can't remember exactly. But that was Patty's tone in the middle of the game. Was Patty's tone any different after the game? Uh, I think it was pretty consistent with that. You you know, that's one thing with this lineup. It's like they they can have two or three at-bats and a player pops one up or, you know, strikes out on a pitch that they don't normally swing at. and two or three at-bats, they'll look at those and the next time they're guaranteed to to make those corrections. And, and then you see four or five hitters in a row uh, to where, you know, they're stringing hits together. And, uh, you know, Riley Boone is laying down a bunt. And like I said, Jada Coleman's hitting the gap and Olo and Jennings are doing what they're doing. So they, I've never seen a team that can adjust to the limited amount of mistakes that they make as well as Oklahoma can in their lineup. I mean, it's really unbelievable how good they are at their adjustments in game situations. It's crazy, man. Texas came into that game so hot. Haley Dulcini, of course, beat OU earlier in the year. She's a great pitcher. And the tone from Patty is like, well, we we left some situations out there. We could have scored more than seven runs. Now, we know who the opponents are going to be moving forward. Winner of UCLA and Florida on Monday, probably looking like Oklahoma State in the championship series, but I guess anything can happen at this time of the year. What are the odds that Haley Dulcini, from here on out, is going to be the best pitcher that OU sees? Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> she's she's really, really good. Um, Kelly Maxwell, though, right now for Oklahoma State is really seeming to be on another level. I mean, she – she has been just outstanding. And I was talking to someone in the press box yesterday and saying, you know, Oklahoma, I feel, is going to win this tournament. Now, I don't have a whole lot of doubt about that. Now, I I could be wrong, but if that is the case and Oklahoma State is to win it, Kelly Maxwell, for, for those of us, Tyler, you and I have covered this whole tournament, so it's really not a surprise to us, but she's kind of quietly been the most outstanding player of this entire tournament with how good she's been. I mean, she's 
<laughs> pretty much shut down a Clemson offense that's really good. And now what she's done in the World Series. So, um, yeah, Dolcini's really good. I think if you were to ask me uh, who could, you know, go toe-to-toe and uh, maybe beat Maxwell a, a couple of times and get into the championship, that would certainly be the option. But uh, I, I just – I think Maxwell right now is on a, a – on a, on a level to pitch in the national championship. Yeah. Hearing Patty's, you know, talk about Hope Trout one yesterday and just the overall feel of Hope and what she's been able to do since Jordy's injury. I don't know, man. I, I, I guess I get this feeling that it's very similar to the G. Juarez situation last year where she's got the hot hand and they might ride her to a national championship. I think who throws Monday, tomorrow at 11 a.m. is going to be fascinating. Do you think that they just go back? to Hope Troutwine, or do you think it could be May Day and we see Nicole May in the circle? Well, we first got to give you some props because you are adamant that it was going to be Hope Troutwine. And I got to admit, I I was not confident that that was the route uh, Patty Gasso would go. Uh, Just given on what we've seen this season, she she typically likes to go with that rotation. And like you said, uh, you know, she's got the hot hand Troutwine does right now. Uh, I, I would expect Maybe that they'll go to another pitcher. You, you got two two games here. Nicole May's been really good in the postseason too. Yeah. So um, I, I I look and you could not feel, regardless how you slice it up, you could not feel better about how Oklahoma is pitching wise going into this uh, semifinal game because all of them are fresh. I, I mean, even Troutwine's going to have a day off here, so you have three fresh horses in the stable. I, I just think Oklahoma is on uh, such a in such a driver's seat position right now without question. Yeah. I mean, Hope was, Hope was good yesterday. Um, I got to get on top of more hitters probably, but I'm not going to complain. I mean, allowed two runs in, you know, both of the games that she's pitched in. With this offense right now, man, that's that's good enough. Uh, Hope Troutwine's been really good. What do we think about Jordy Ball? My whole point of that is they didn't really need anyone else yesterday outside of of, of Hope. But what do we think about Jordy Ball now? And do we think that she's going to contribute at all? Like, what, what's what's the what's the feel there? Well, and that's you know kind of the, the big question, the big cloud right now. Uh, what if that? And I'm not suggesting that this is going to be the case, but what if that one inning she pitched the other day was just a total decoy? Yeah. And, and to to make opponents have to scout for her and say, well, she has pitched in this tournament, you know, she, she could go a whole game and dominate. Um, that said, I mean, you, I, I don't think, um, Tyler, I'm interested about your thoughts on this, but, um, I did not feel like the couple of hits she gave up the other day signaled anything in terms of, uh, uh the injury being an issue. I, I thought there were just a couple of hits maybe the stage her getting in that for the first time, but um, I, I thought she looked healthy for the most part and able to go. So uh, we'll see how that situation moves going forward. But if they're able to get to the championship series really largely without having used her this entire postseason, man, and they're able to throw her out there. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> she's been unstoppable to begin with. So uh, yeah, pretty crazy. I agree with you on Jordy. It's not like the two hits that she gave up were, you know, two hoppers off the wall or anything like that, especially the second hit. I mean, it was super, it was a cheap hit. And one thing that was pointed out to me, and it's a great point is, you know, Joey, she's raised our expectations almost to an unrealistic level. She is a true freshman that has never pitched in the women's college world series. And she was facing the meat of the Northwestern order. 
And she's come in in relief at times, but let's be honest. I mean, she's not used to coming in for the final batter. I mean, everything was just so new. So if you take everything into consideration, do I think that she looked like her old self? No, but that was to be expected. I do think if she's um, out there, I think that she can, you know, perform at a high level if need be. But yeah, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see how they go about it from here on out. I, I know that this is a little bit premature. But in your opinion, if this team does go on and win in the national championship, you think they will. I think they will, too. What kind of feather in the cap is that for this team that they may go all the way, win the national championship without really the services of their national freshman of the year in the circle? So I think there's two feather feathers in the cap right now when, when you talk about um, you know, you're alluding to the, the, the best team of all time or or I was looking the other day, obviously 1994 Arizona was dang near unstoppable. They lost three times uh, the entire season. Uh, 2008 Arizona State was really, really good. So those are a couple of the teams you're looking at in that conversation. And so the feather in your cap is big. Um, that Jordy Ball, uh, when you look respective to those two teams, they've largely uh, went through this entire postseason without the player that's you know, been their best player in the circle and been dominant in the circle. Um, and the other thing to me is uh, Oklahoma, by beating Texas, has beaten one of the two teams that it lost to. The other team that it lost to is Oklahoma State. And it really looks like right now that they're going to get a chance to avenge that loss as well. And so both teams that they've lost to, they will have beaten uh, both of those afterwards if they win this national championship, it looks like. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. Um, I think it's going to be Bedlam in the championship series. And I kind of felt that way before the tournament started. And I was all big and bold saying, oh, OU's just going to destroy him twice. And maybe that still happens. And I still think OU will, will win the championship series if that takes place. But they've been no joke all year long. Oklahoma State, though, right now. They, you, you talked about Kelly Maxwell. But through their order, they, they look really good right now. They're, they are playing at an extremely high level. It's not going to be a cakewalk if you face Oklahoma State in the championship series, in my opinion. No, and it could easily be a three-game series. And I, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee that Oklahoma's going to win that series. I don't think we would be doing fair uh, justice and our due diligence to not be giving Oklahoma State the credit that they deserve right now. That's a really good softball team. And like you said, I mean, that lineup is is stout. It, it hasn't been the most consistent at times this year, but uh, dang, they are hitting the ball right now. And uh, there's been a lot of times this year where it's like, why has this lineup not been more like what we've seen in recent days? So, um, yeah, I, I was skeptical of this matchup actually happening coming into the tournament. I told some people yesterday that I thought it was just too good to be true. It was yeah. too good of a story to actually uh, have Bedlam for a national championship. And uh, barring something unforeseen, it, it would be surprising. It, it could happen. It, it could. But it would be really surprising if either of these two teams right now were to lose twice in the semifinals. So Joey and I are talking right around two hours before Florida and UCLA uh, take place. Winner's going to play Oklahoma on Monday, have to beat OU twice. OU clearly beat UCLA early in the season, but that seems like a lifetime ago at this point. OU clearly has history with the Florida Gators. Today's a five-year anniversary, by the way, of that 2017 game where Shea Knighton hit the uh, 
three-run home run to win in uh, 17 innings. Is there a matchup, do you think, that OU would prefer here between Florida and UCLA, or these two teams pretty comparable for the most part? So I predicted that Oklahoma and Florida were going to be in the national championship. I I thought that the way Florida was hitting the ball, and they really showed no signs of stopping until yesterday. And that's what's so impressive about what Maxwell's been able to do because she really halted an offense that uh, they, Florida had scored 26 runs in their previous three games against Virginia Tech twice in Oregon State the other night. So, you know, they, they were on fire and she shut them down. All of that said, um, in the circle, I feel like with Farimo, um, UCLA is a little bit more stout there. Uh, and when you get late in the tournament, I feel like that plays more. The pitcher that can, especially when you're looking at Oklahoma's lineup, man, who can hold them to to three or four runs and give your offense a chance to win a game? And so uh, from that standpoint, I think UCLA may be the more difficult uh, challenge out of the two, but Florida can really, really hit the ball. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, just a couple more. Um, Tiare Jennings has been clutch. I mean, really clutch um, at the plate so far in the Women's College World Series. You know what you're going to get from Allo. Janet Johns is having a great offensive year. She hits a grand slam. But it's like, I, I don't want to say it's a surprise because you've got to be a really good hitter to be in this lineup, and she's been great this year. But Riley Boone, what she's been able to do the first two games, has she kind of been, I don't know, even about the unsung hero. It just kind of feels like if she's going to continue on at this pace with the speed that she has on the base paths, I mean, th- this offense with that speed in the back end, uh, that's going to be really tough. I, I think her emergence in this tournament – Feels like it's been really big for this offense. You and I have watched it at every every moment of this tournament. People on the national stage may be realizing it now, how crucial Riley Boone is to this team. And uh, I don't think she gets the credit that she deserves. She's she she's a rally starter. I mean, she did last year against James Madison in the semifinal round. And, uh, you know, they end up going on to win that game and then win the national championship. She's outstanding in the field as well. Oklahoma has the best defensive outfield in the country. I think they're the best defensive team in the country, but uh, they're the best outfield in the country, and she's definitely a reason why. And she she has an arm. She can throw um, to second, throw runners out, and she can defend anything in the gap. So, yes, I think people really need to appreciate what Riley Boone's doing for this team, and it's been absolutely critical. Yeah. Um, last one, I haven't seen the – a lot of people being upset about it yet, but give it a few hours, it's going to take place when people realize that OU is going to play a game in the Women's College World Series tomorrow at 11 a.m. I <laughs> I don't love it. I'm sure you don't love it. I still think it's probably going to be a sold-out crowd 11 a.m. on a Monday. That says everything about this sport right now, but that that's unfortunate, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, that stinks. I'll be honest. I thought you were going to go a different way with that question. I, I thought you were going to go with the uh, – Everyone complaining about the home field advantage. Oh yeah, because it's going to be Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. But uh, yeah, um, playing at eleven a.m. That, that that stinks, and it, it's an interesting schedule because Oklahoma, if they're to lose that game, they play right afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's a true double header scenario, and then the other side of the bracket for um, Oklahoma State and whoever emerges from Arizona and Texas would play in the evening session. So it's kind of an interesting setup. This bracket though, this year is so much better than we've seen in the past. So, um, yeah, like I said, it, it, 
it'll be a sold out crowd. It'll be packed and uh, it'll be a great atmosphere. There you go. Joey Helmer of OUinsider.com. Joey's got all the softball coverage you need. Give him a follow on Twitter at uh, Joey Helmer 247 still. Is that is that correct? That's it. Look at me. Unbelievable. And he doesn't ask dumb questions in the postgame press conference like a certain New York Times reporter. Yeah. So you uh, you get that from Joey. All right, man. Hey, enjoy the games today. Enjoy tomorrow. You, uh, We all got a big week coming up with this championship series coming up late next week. It's going to be fun, man. Enjoy it. Thanks, man. All right, so that'll do it for this episode. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Thanks to Joey Helmer. Thanks to Cavis Construction. Thanks you to Dr. Amanda Sadler. From here on out, going to try to do uh, at least one episode after every single game. Talk about the previous game, kind of uh, preview the upcoming game, all of that. So stick with us. Stick with us. We're going to take you all the way through the championship series because I think OU is going to the championship series, and I do think that they win Monday at 11 a.m. As far as the opponents, oh, wow. I'm uh, predicting this 15 minutes before first pitch. It's 145 on Sunday. I'll say OU plays the Florida Gators. How about that? OU in Florida, Monday at 11 a.m. And I think OU uh, gets Florida in game one at 11 a.m. and off to the championship series against Oklahoma State. At Tyler underscore McComas is where you can find me on Twitter. Send in questions, podcast guests that you want to hear on, all of that. Uh, We will be doing this the entirety of the Women's College World Series and into the offseason as well. Can't wait. Can't wait. This is the most exciting time of the year. And what a uh, softball team that we have to cover and talk about here. All right. Until later this week, that'll do it. Talk to you later. And we'll see if Oklahoma can clinch yet another championship series berth on Monday.